Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Clansman Show right here on White Pride Radio. I'm your host, Paul Brown, and I am broadcasting from beneath the Fiery Cross on a hillside at an undisclosed location in the Rust Belt region of America. Here on the Rust Belt Clansman Show, I begin with a pro-white commentary piece, then follow up with some mainstream media news articles, and give my honest opinion on each one. So let's begin with this evening's commentary. Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Klansman Show right here on White Pride Radio. I'm your host, Paul Brown, and today is Tuesday, May 17th, 2022, and it is 7 p.m. here in the Rust Belt. This evening's commentary is titled, Why Aren't We Allowed to Question the 2020 Election? Do you find it strange that we do not dare challenge the prevailing narrative of the Democratic Party of Projection and the nation's socialist media, especially since questioning electoral integrity is a cottage industry for themselves whenever they lose. Why does this matter? Consider it from another point of view. Why is it so important to the nation's socialist media and the anti-liberty left? Why have they obsessed about this for months, viciously attacking anyone who brought up the suspiciously termed big lie. Could it be they obsess over this because they are hoping for a repeat performance? In military terms, this is known as preparing the battlefield. The Biden regime already issued a dire warning for the fall with this key line that shows this is all smoke and mirrors. In forecasting 100 million potential infectious infections during a cold weather wave later this year and early next, the official did not present new data or make a formal projection. They are talking the time they are taking the time to discredit any allegations of their electoral malfinance in order to issue the same condemnations when they do it again. The new movie, 2,000 Mules, from esteemed documentarian Dennis De Souza and news anchor Tucker Carlson are raising these questions, but they are experiencing suppression. Why? If you take into consideration all that is being done by the liberal left to destroy democracy and this country, this takes on critical importance. Who can forget how the authoritarian leftists graciously extended electoral defeat without the merest hint of controversy after losing to Trump in 2016? You can't? Well, because it never happened. Somehow, we're supposed to memory hole near constant complaints about Russia collusion for four years. 
So before we go on, let them remind us that they are allowed to question electoral integrity. Anti-liberty leftists will always accuse others of what they are doing. They do this for a number of reasons, mainly as a form of disinformation. But you have to consider it must bring a certain amount of perverse pleasure for these hypocrites. They love the big lie narrative because they love to accuse others of being what they are, a socialist workers' party or race-based antagonists dividing people by skin color. Hence, their mantra for the past 18 months is any allusion to the 2020 election being a dumpster fire is, of course, a big lie, and they repeat it often as admonished by their heroes. First of all, we're supposed to forget the Biden laptop, laptop scandal that implicated the big guy, a scandal subsequently suppressed by the biased media. Then, all bets are off, and that's news isn't fit to print, until 18 months later, when it's far too late. We also are supposed to forget that news jeopardized an honest election. Within days of the chaos of mail-in voting, ballot harvesting, and drop box stuffing, we were told it was in fact the most secure in history. One of the debunking stories had a great quote that extraordinarily claims Extraordinary claims require extraordinary proof. If the 2020 election was the most secure in history, then that extraordinary claim needs some extraordinary proof. That's correct, anti-liberal leftists. If you are going to claim perfection on a historic scale while simultaneously parroting the big lie, uh, Biden BS, However, and whenever you possibly can, the burden of proof is on you. We are also supposed to forget all the glaring statistical oddities of, 20, of the 2020 election, that the man who campaigned from his basement or to tiny crowds in the middle of nowhere earned 80-plus million votes. Even worse was that his ability to acquire raw vote totals didn't translate to down-ballot races. Does anyone feel like we're being set up for the same kind of fairy tale story this time around? That those plucky Democrats facing long odds in saving the planet and initiating change were able to win anyway despite of the polling of that their other candidates didn't get as many votes? We're also trying to figure out where the secret of the shadow campaign that saved the 2020 election fits into all of this. Back around the time of the election, it seemed like there, were, there was a conspiracy unfolding behind the scenes between business and labor that cropped up long before the emergence of COVID to protect the election. It turns out that's because there was, in fact, a conspiracy unfolding behind the scenes between business and labor that cropped up long before the emergence of COVID. But remember, any kind of conspiracy is a big lie. 
there was a conspiracy unfolding behind the scenes, one that both curtailed the protests and coordinated the resistance from CEOs. Both surprises were the result of an informal alliance between left-wing activists and business titans. Even though it sounds like a paranoid fever dream, a well-funded cabal of powerful people ranging across industries and ideologies working together behind the scenes to influence perceptions, change rules and laws, steer media coverage, and control the flow of information. They were not rigging the election. They were fortifying it. Did you catch that? They weren't rigging the election. They were fortifying it. George Orwell, call your office. Remember, this was before the COVID pandemic made it necessary to deal with the COVID pandemic. Sometime in the fall of 2019, Mike Podhorzer became convinced the election was headed for disaster and determined to protect it. Luckily for them, COVID came along, so their conspiracy was justified by a serious crisis instead of only feelings. The other odd thing about all of this is that the article was published back in, on February 4th, 2021. It's almost as though they wanted to have all of this out in the public record, optimally timed for it to be seen and then quickly forgotten. Why would they do this? Consider what would happen had they not defensively published this and someone dug it up at some point. With this out there, they have all the bases covered. You do have to wonder how this fits into their lie matrix. There wasn't a conspiracy, but actually there was, or it's all a big lie. But we keep changing our story anyway. Just remember, we're not supposed to challenge any of it. So we go back to the original question. Why is all of this important? First, let's get one thing out of the way. This isn't about restoring anything, because we have no doubt this will be the accusation. There aren't any provisions for this, so that it's off the table. But does anyone want to wager that this was part of the plan by the anti-liberal left anyway? Sure, if Biden and Harris had any honor, they would have resigned by now. But who are we kidding? Anti-liberty leftists lack anything in the way of honor. If they did, they wouldn't be running around with false monikers like liberal, progressive, or Democrat. This is important because they are planning on doing it all over again. We realize that's bloody obvious to anyone on the pro-freedom side. And they've already started to telegraph their intentions and meddle in local elections. If it's supposedly a big lie, then why is there evidence of malefeasance out there, no matter how the anti-liberty left likes to deny it? They have 10 because they have nothing else. The people are rejecting the results of their national socialist agenda. So they have no other choice but to cheat and then lie about it. Oh, Canada.
are looking for a fight, you'll find it. With Canada's premier voice and white nationalism, Mr. Paul Fromm, with his show, The Fighting Side of Me, every day on White Pride Radio. Only on AltRightTV.com. I dare you to step into the ring. From a cabin deep in the Appalachian Mountains, listen to Freedom Rings with your host, Tommy Freedom, every week on White Pride Radio, only on AltRightTV.com. Fighting hard for your rights every day. Okay, Uh, welcome back. Uh, Let's get into this Tuesday evening's uh, news articles that I have. Uh, This first one comes from the New York Post, and the headline to this one is Immigrant Groups Arriving by the Hundreds at U.S.-Mexican Border. Uh, You know, uh, South America is grunting uh, these big turds and uh, pushing them towards our border. Uh, You know, this is nothing new. This is all over... uh, Uh, mainstream media. Uh, This article here, uh, groups of hundreds of immigrants from all over the world are turning up at the Texas border with Mexico, uh, taxing law enforcement resources that are already stretched thin, according to uh, Border Patrol. Images released by the agency show large crowds of immigrants detained on the border in Starr County. In that jurisdiction alone, the Border Patrol said its agents had found six large groups defined as having at least 100 people over the weekend. The six groups totaled 1,029 immigrants. Among them were 301 children traveling without a parent or guardian, Uh, 406 single adults and 322 family units from Cuba, Romania, and several Central and South American countries. Uh, Near Eagle Pass, Texas, agents found three large groups in less than 15 hours, the agency said uh, Tuesday. A group of 126 illegal immigrants was found just before 4 a.m. Saturday. A second group of 131 immigrants was found later that morning. By 6.15 p.m., agents came across a third large group, this one with 131 immigrants. Uh, The logistics required to transport and process groups of this size continue to place strain on manpower and resources. As often as uh, they are encountered in desolate areas, often inaccessible to large transport vehicles, the Border Patrol said in a statement. Uh, Once a rarity... Large groups have become more common in the last year, according to Border Patrol statistics. I wonder why. Now, why do you think uh, there's more immigrants uh, coming to our borders? 
because Numbnuts Joe invited them. You know, at least President Trump had somewhat of a handle on the border. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't like Trump. Uh, I know that he is just a puppet, uh, that he has the Jews pulling his strings as well. But Trump had the economy booming. He secured the border. Our international relations were good. And what has Biden done? Uh, you know, I often say when you go to the uh, polling booths, uh, you have no choice in America but to vote for the less, lesser of two evils. Well, Trump is the lesser of two evils. I'll say that. Is he the savior of the country? Absolutely not. Uh, but one good thing uh, uh, Trump did, too. Uh, you know, the mainstream media labeled him as a white nationalist, which he was not. But what that did, that stirred... Uh, the white nationalist organizations in America woke them up a little bit. Uh, so uh, that's another positive uh, that President Trump did. Uh, he's, he finally opened some eyes to white nationalists in America. They woke up. Now, uh, you know, uh, things are going good for white nationalist organizations in America. You know, for the longest time, uh, which it never was, but for the longest time, uh, you always heard the Klan is dead. Uh, what happened to the Klan? Uh, you know, and uh, sometimes uh, you would see pictures of uh, uh, Klan groups on YouTube or, or, or whatever, you know, and it was a bunch of uh, elderly uh, people. Because, let's face it, uh, today's generations aren't churning out very brave people. We'll put it that way. Uh, but, uh, you know, President Trump woke up a lot of the youth to uh, organizations. And I can uh, verify that uh, Klan organizations are getting a lot of uh, uh, younger uh, people, people that are sick of it. Uh, you know, I often said uh, on the show, and I've said this uh, throughout life, my life, that uh, one day... Uh, people are going to realize organizations like the Ku Klux Klan uh, are America's protect, uh, and people that uh, disliked or had a disdain for the Ku Klux Klan, uh, when things got uh, too bad, they would run towards uh, the Ku Klux Klan, and that is exactly uh, what has happened. So you know, uh, you know a lot of people didn't uh, vote for. Uh, Trump either because they didn't like his attitude. Uh, he is arrogant. Uh, he's very uh, arrogant. But why would you not vote for the better of the two just because he is arrogant? Uh, you know, the few people that did uh, vote for Biden, which we all know, we all know the election was rigged. Uh, the few people that did vote for Biden, though, I wonder how they like it today. But you know what? Some of these people, these uh, uh, leftist liberals, uh, they don't. They still don't get it. Uh, they will argue up and down uh, how good Biden is, how good President Biden's doing. Uh, you know, they have excuses for why uh, so much inflation, why the gas is so high. Uh, they, they still defend this numbnuts uh, religiously. 
you you cannot reach these people. They they've been indoctrinated since youth, and it shows. Uh, they are sheep. These are the people too that the Democrats want. Uh, in my opinion, now this is getting off subject here, uh, but in my opinion, this is why uh, the borders are open. These are votes for the Democrats. Uh, our government right now uh, takes little by little uh, our freedoms. Uh, they're trying to strip us of those. Uh, our government knows that white people uh, won't tolerate. Uh, you know, Aryans are known as warriors. We have uh, conquered anywhere our feet have landed. Uh, our government knows this. So these non-whites coming into America, this is number one. These whites coming in, uh, non-whites coming into America, these are votes for the Democrats, number one. Number two, our government knows that white people will not put up with this too much longer. We're not going to tolerate this uh, in our country. So the best way to eliminate that is to eliminate whitey. Uh, the more of these uh, South American turds that they can uh, allow into the country, that's votes for the Democrats. Uh, it's less and less white people. Uh, America, uh, very soon, uh, whites won't be the majority in our own country, in our own white Christian country. We are not going to be the majority. Uh, the definition to what is happening in America right now fits the uh, definition of genocide. And that is exactly what it is, white genocide. Our government knows that white people, on average, are intelligent, educated people. Uh, they know, just like they used uh, black people uh, with the George Floyd thing, they uh, used the black people as pawns. And you know, the black people eventually, it took them a while, uh, but they caught on to it. Uh, they know that these non-whites that are coming into the country, they're not going to fight the government. They didn't fight their own government in their homelands, their native countries. They didn't fight their government there. So, you know, uh, our government realizes that these non-whites coming here are cowards and less intelligent. You know, the dumber people that uh, our government can have into the country the easier they are to manipulate, just like the blacks with the uh, George Floyd uh, protests. They're easy to manipulate. And when they have control, see, this is what our government's doing, control. Uh, in my opinion, this is why the food shelves are going empty. Uh, and my next article, we're going to talk about some of uh, this uh, business, uh, this BS with the empty uh, uh, shelves. But anyhow, uh, the first way to control people is to instill fear. So I think it was planned to have this food shortage, this inflation. Uh, you know, American citizens uh, that don't see the big picture and don't see what's going on, they are living in fear. Our government wants us to need them. Uh, pretty soon, uh, it will happen. 
If more people don't wake up and take a stand, this will happen. Uh, to turn a, uh, uh, a country into a communist country, this is what our government wants. Uh, and these non-whites, they are easy to uh, control, to manipulate. Uh, the less white people, uh, the more control the government will take because these people, this is why they're getting everything for free. You know, these non-whites, they are that stupid that they think uh, there is no price. Let me tell you something, and you, my listeners, you, you guys know this too. Nothing is free in life. Nothing. You pay one way or another. But these people are that stupid, they don't even realize it. They don't even realize that our government is using them to make them a needy people. These people, when uh, you know, when whites, whites are the minority in America, uh, it's going to be filled with non-white dumbasses uh, that don't even see uh, they are being played as pawns. And once the government has them under control that they need the government, guess what? Communism. Uh, you know, I'm called a conspiracy theorist quite a bit. Uh, that's one of the nicer names I'm called. And, you know, I don't care what anybody calls me. I don't care. Uh, I can see what's going on. If you don't, fine, that's your freedom. Uh, you know, it's your freedom uh, to stay in the dark. It's your freedom uh, to trust uh, our government. But I have the freedom of my opinion as well. And, you know, guess what? I'm soon going to need some more uh, cons uh, conspiracy theories because the ones that I've been talking about now for a couple of years on the show here, guess what? They're coming true. They're coming to fruition. Uh, so anyhow, that's my opinion on why these uh, third world deplorables uh, are, be, uh, are just, you know, walking into the country. For votes, for the Democrats, and white genocide. And they're dumb. They're easy to control, just like the blacks were with the George Floyd thing. Now, now you hear the blacks all crying that uh, Biden lied to them. Uh, white people knew what was going on from the start. Now, it took the black people a while to figure that out. And then you watch today, uh, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement, the organization, it's crumbling. Uh, these people cannot organize in a civilized manner whatsoever. Uh, you know, they're actually out of place in a civilized society such as ours. Uh in the Border Patrol's Rio Grande Valley sector alone, agents have come across 50 large groups totaling 9,000 immigrants since October of 2021. About half of those groups encountered across the length of the U.S.-Mexican border have come through the uh, Del Rio sector in Texas. In March, the most recent month for which figures are available, U.S. Customs and Border Protection reported 221,000 303 migrant encounters, the most in any single month during the Biden administration. In the same month, Border Patrol officials had apprehended 209,906 suspected illegal immigrants, most uh, 
220,063 apprehensions were reported in March of 2000. Those numbers are expected to increase once the Biden administration removes the Title 42 health authority over illegal immigrants. The policy, which is due to expire May 23rd, currently allows border authorities to quickly expel migrants without first hearing their asylum claims due to COVID-19 pandemic. The months of March, April, and May are traditionally when the numbers attempted border crossings are at their highest. Uh, you know, uh, I don't understand how people don't see this either. You know, I just saw uh, not too long ago uh, on the news uh, where it said everybody in the White House had COVID. Uh, you know, um, people still believe this, yet they're going to drop this Title 42. Apparently, uh, this doesn't uh, apply to immigrants. Now, if they're going to drop the Title 42, this ought to tell you, if you're one of these pro-COVID uh, 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 sheep, pretty much, when's it going to click in your mind uh, that you're being, uh, the wool is being pulled over your eyes as well? Uh, and you know what? We're going to do a story about that next, uh, after this one. Uh, this one also has to deal with... Uh, illegal immigrants. This comes from the Washington Examiner. And the headline to this one is, Illegal Migrants First to Get Pallets of Hard-to-Find Baby Formula. Yeah. White genocide. The nationwide shortage of baby formula that has sent moms desperately rushing from store to store has evaded one lucky group, illegal immigrants detained by the Border Patrol. According to videos posted by the uh, Florida lawmaker, the Biden administration has been shipping pallets of baby formula to migrant holding facilities. Pallets full. These scumbags get to feed their non-white babies before... Uh, White American citizens. Uh, you know, there's probably parents uh, not able to uh, find formula that have to uh, maybe uh, feed their baby alternatives. Uh, I know years ago, this uh, before my time even, uh, canned milk uh, was a, a thing that babies were fed. But there's probably white moms out here in America right now because they can't get formula that are feeding their babies uh, uh, store milk, uh, homogenized milk, or canned milk, uh, whatever they can find to feed their babies. And the illegal immigrants are getting uh, the formula that white moms need in our nation. This is how big of a uh, uh, scumbag Biden and his administration are. Uh, they are sending pallets, pallets of baby formula to the border, said Republican Representative Kat Kamak in one of two online postings yesterday. Meanwhile, in our own district at home, we cannot find baby formula, 
she added, holding a photo of empty shelves where the formula would be. Camax said that a border agent sent her photographs of the deliveries, and she posted one online. They're receiving pallets and more pallets of baby formula at the border, she said, holding one of the photos showing both Advantage brand formula and squeeze applesauce. This was taken at Ursula Processing Center facility in McAllen, Texas, where thousands are being housed and processed and then released, said Camac. She said the agents told her, Cat, you would not believe the shipment I just brought in. He has been a Border Patrol agent for over 30 years, and he has never seen anything quite like this. He is a grandfather, and he is saying that his own children can't get baby formula. The shortage was sparked by a manufacturing issue, then a rush on stores. The shortage has become one of the issues coloring the concerns about growing inflation and economic troubles under President Joe Biden. The New York Times, for example, reported on the troubles Texas parents are having, uh, are having finding the, the formula that is being shipped by their homes to the migrant holding centers. And a story headlined, A Baby Formula Shortage Leaves Desperate Parents Searching for Food, the Times said, Some parents are driving hours at a time in search of supplies. Others are watering down formula or rationing it, hoping for an end to the shortage. Camac was not critical of migrants receiving the formula, but said the administration should put American parents first. Absolutely. You know, it is time to put America's white citizens above all. Call it racism if you want to. Call me a racist for saying something like that. But this is my damn country. It was founded as a white Christian country and intended to remain a white Christian country. So call me whatever you want. I don't care. We'll, we'll see who's still standing at the end of this. But absolutely, white America should come first. If you don't like it, get the hell out. Pack your bags and get the hell out. You know, for such a racist country, you got these scumbags pouring in from every direction. They mustn't get in the newspaper about how racist America is. Because they keep coming. You know, as a white uh, if I wanted to flee my motherland and I heard of a country that is so racist and oppressed white people so bad. You know, that's the last country I'm going to go to. Uh, so, you know, people white, this is how dumb that is. Why would you feel guilty for being white? You're being fed a lie, felt a, fed a guilt trip over something that apparently isn't happening. Uh, how, how could America be so racist and these scumbags still keep pouring in? You know, I, like I said, I wouldn't go to a country that uh, uh, <coughs> was racist against whites. That would be the last one I'd go to. Uh, and she continued, I don't know about you, but if I'm a mother anywhere, anytime in America, and I go to my local Walmart or Target, or Publix, or Safeway, or Kroger, 
or wherever it may be that you shop, and you are seeing their shelves, and you are seeing signs that you are not able to get baby formula, and then when you see the American government sending by the pallet thousands and thousands of containers of baby formula to the border, that would make my blood boil, she said. She added, it is not the children's fault at all. But what is infuriating to me is that this is another example of the America last agenda that the Biden administration continues to perpetuate. And that's exactly what it is. America isn't first. American citizens aren't first in their own country. And, you know, uh, it's not just with the baby formula, either. Uh, these government phones uh, that they have out. Uh, my mom had one. She is a senior, uh, 82 years of age. So all she collects is Social Security. So she was able to get uh, the free cell phone, which helped a lot. Uh, a, a few months ago, a couple months ago, uh, it came out and uh, the phone companies were saying they were eliminating 3G service. Uh, that you had to upgrade uh, to a 4G phone for the, for these uh, government phones. And my mom isn't uh, uh, tech savvy at all, uh, not even a little bit. So I told her it come with a little paper uh, that said what phones... Uh, were available, and uh, she could get another free phone that was 4G. Well, lo and behold, I get on the Internet, and every phone that was available was out of stock, every one of them. And uh, I had made a joke with her about it, because uh, she still has a phone now, but she has Verizon service, uh, and that's not cheap. But I had made the joke, uh, I told her, I said, sure, Mom, they got to take your phone. These immigrants need to uh, be able to call home and tell uh, their uh, troops, their family, uh, just how easy it is to get in America. And lo and behold, uh, uh, it was said that uh, uh, these illegal immigrants are getting, guess what, free phones. Uh, you know, when I said that, uh, I would have been called a conspiracy theorist. But here we are. Not only baby formula, free phones. What else? You know, it makes me wonder what else uh, these people are getting that we don't even know about. You know, just little bits and pieces come to light. Uh, like there, a Border Patrol agent sent a picture to someone, and, it, you know, it leaked to the media. Uh, what isn't getting uh, through the media? Uh this okay here. This one I kind of uh it's I mean it's it's not funny because many uh had to get this jab. But this article comes from justthenews.com. I will get off of the immigrants now. Um that makes my blood boil, just like uh, she had said. And uh, I've been trying to keep uh, keep myself calm uh, in this storm. Uh, my blood pressure is through the roof, um, so I'm trying my best. 
uh, you know, not to let these things get to me, but uh, it's pretty hard. Uh, the headline to this one is, Military Doctors Can't Trust DOD Medical Database After COVID Facts Injuries Scrubbed. Uh-oh. Uh, this ought to make everybody that uh, got this uh, jab plus the boosters. Uh, let's see what's going on here. Uh, a group of military doctors alarmed by reports reported spikes in service members' miscarriages, uh, myocarditis, cancer, and other serious issues in the first year of COVID-19 vaccine availability, no longer trust the military's medical database, one of them told Just the News. Hear that, miscarriages? White genocide. Uh, myocarditis, I don't know what that is, but I'm sure that ties in with white genocide. Cancer, again, white genocide. Now, you know, they're trying to kill us off uh, as quickly as they can. Uh, that's why they told uh, said that uh, uh, black people shouldn't get this uh, jab. Do you remember that? Uh, a while back when uh, they, they were telling black people not to get it, uh, they didn't need it or uh, some reason. Uh, the, now, the, guess what? I just said that earlier in the show. The migrants are coming across. The Title 42 is lifted. Uh, so, you know, everybody was supposed to get this jab that was white. Did anybody else catch that? Every other race around in, in, in America and this cesspool of filth was told they don't need it, don't get it. Uh, it it's injurious to uh, this race or that race. Only white people. When you sit back and you watch what's going on and actually watch and use your own mind, not what the government's telling you, you can see this. It's easy to see. You know, sometimes I get so disgusted, and that upsets me uh, as well. That gets my blood boiling. Now, when you try to, with facts and statistics, wake your fellow white brother or sister up, they'll argue. that They will argue to the death. And guess what? If more people... Don't start trying to wake up their white brothers and sisters. That's just what a white America is going to be. Death. Now, this is why I do this show. Uh, to try to... Uh, that That is my God-given duty. To wake up God's chosen people as to what's going on. That is my duty. I take that as my job. It is my job. The Bible said it's my job. Uh, if you're white, it's your job too. You know me. Uh, some of the things I talk about on the show. If you have a family member, uh, uh, suppose they uh, want to welcome immigrants. Uh, suppose uh, they're pro jab. Play, play, play my show for them. Tell them where they can find it. Uh, the story here continues. Lieutenant Colonel Peter Chambers said he was now giving potential vaccine injury cases from his own practice and that of colleagues directly to Senator Ron Johnson 
for the Wisconsin Republicans' ongoing pressure on the Department of Defense to end COVID vaccine mandates. Yeah, why, why can't they end the uh, COVID vaccine mandates for our military? Uh, immigrants don't have to get them. Uh, their last rendezvous, rendezvous was a few weeks ago in Dallas, where uh, Chambers is based. The retiring Green Beret surgeon and Purple Heart recipient said in a phone interview this week, all service members have signed a release for their records, which include case numbers but not names, to be shared, Chambers said. Johnson's office confirmed the meeting, telling just the news the senator has acknowledged and given those with vaccine injuries a platform to share their stories, including doctors. His goal is to get them the treatment they need. Among the senator's recent, recent actions related to vaccine mandates, Johnson has urged three veteran affairs medical centers in Wisconsin to end their pointless and destructive mandates on employees who sought his intervention. Uh, DOD, DOD took down, edited, and restored the defense medical ophthalmology database earlier this year after whistleblowers, including Chambers, testified on the reported spikes in a legal challenge. The department told PolitiFact, not Johnson, who had sent two letters on the matter. The 2021 spike was the product of a glitch that caused severe underreporting of 2016 through 2020 figures. That would mean the military underreported cases by about 20 million a year during that period, whistleblow lawyer Tom Wren said. Johnson responded by demanding DOD preserve unaltered records, which a DOD spokesperson said had happened. Chambers told Just the News that DMED used to be more trustworthy than the government's Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System, but now it's completely unusable because DOD changed many diagnoses that suggested vaccine injury after the military doctors went public. Uh, you know, and also, I, I saw an article that said, uh, uh, this was last week, uh, one million deaths in America do COVID. Uh, you know, the left jumps right on that. Oh, look, we told you how serious this was. One million deaths. You know, you know that number was inflated. I did numerous articles, many articles, uh, with this COVID business. Uh, one instance, there was a guy in a motorcycle crash and died. Uh, they swabbed his nose after he was dead. Why would you swab somebody's nose when they're dead? Uh, but they did, and they found uh, the COVID uh, uh, virus in his nose. Now, there were many people that had COVID that didn't even know they had it. This, you know, this disease was so deadly, you had to go get tested to see if you had it. You know, if you didn't have any symptoms, uh, why, why would you worry about it? Uh, you know, if it's uh, not broke, don't fix it. But uh, his uh, motorcycle crash was counted as a COVID death. There were many instances. Uh, now, and th you know, this guy on a motorcycle, too, he couldn't have felt too sickly. Or he wouldn't have uh, been out on a motorcycle. Now, I had COVID, and it's not pleasant. Uh, it's not pleasant at all. 
And you know what? It would keep me from going out and riding a motorcycle. So this tells me this guy didn't have any symptoms. He didn't even know he had it. But he was counted as a COVID death. And that's just one. There were many, <coughs> uh, many articles I did, uh, that, how they inflated that number. And, you know, you can't even tell the liberal left that. You can't even show them the proof. Uh, back to the article here, working on the border with the Texas National Guard, he personally observed highly unusual problems and a healthy population that should not be seeing these things, from myocarditis to brain bleeds, and continues to receive similar reports in his retirement section. Chambers said he developed uh, uh, yellowation after getting the Moderna vaccine in January of 2021, which led him to Lieutenant Colonel Teresa Long, another whistleblower, to review DMED. He has more freedom to speak than Long, who was supposed to testify alongside Chambers until her commander uh, gagged her from discussing DMED data the night before the hearing. Uh, Long would face prosecution, jail time, and dishonorable discharge for ignoring a direct order, even if she later overturned the gag, according to Chambers, describing Long's command as patrolic. She didn't respond to queries. Uh, Chambers, uh, Long, and lawyer Renz joined a group letter to the Federal Aviation Commission in December, demanding the medical flagging of all COVID-vaccinated pilots and their testing for heart problems. They allege federal law prohibits commercial airline pilots who had taken emergency use authorization vaccines from flying and imposes a 12-month observational grounding for newly approved vaccines such as Pfizer's uh, Comanati. After vaccinated pilot, Robert Snow suffered cardiac arrest shortly after landing an American Airlines flight. Anti-mandate pilots group U.S. Freedom Flyers accused the FAA of ignoring the risk to flights from such adverse events. Asked if it ever responded to the December letter, the FAA repeated what it told Just the News when asked if it would, be, uh, if it would investigate the Snow incident. Uh, the FAA's federal air surgeon determined in December of 2020 and February of 2021 that pilots and air traffic controllers can safely receive the Pfizer, Moderna, or Johnson & Johnson vaccine, spokesperson Crystal, uh, Crystal Essial wrote in an email. Uh, so there you have it. Uh, you know, besides the many people that come out with their horror stories of this uh, vaccine. Here you even have uh, our military uh, doesn't trust this jab. Uh, and and they, they give you the, uh, uh, the statistics of the things that are happening uh, to them. Okay, I will do one more story this evening. Let me see what I have here. Well, let's see. 
Here we go. Uh, you know, everybody uh, has heard of uh, the parents uh, standing up to their uh, school boards, their uh, uh, school systems of what's being taught in America, the critical race theory and uh, uh, the queer agenda uh, being pushed down students' throats. And uh, the, the, uh, the left's making a big deal uh, about these parents. Uh, get this. Uh, this article comes from the Washington Times. And this is whistleblowers here. Uh, FBI probed parents under counterterrorism threat tag for protesting school boards. Yeah, the feds. Uh, parents now that tried to uh, buck up against the system. You got the feds knocking at your door. Can you believe that? For going to a school board meeting and uh, disapproving of critical race theory and this homo crap uh, that they're shoving down children's throats, this is an attempt just to get the parents to shut up. Uh, and unfortunately, many of them probably will. They don't want the feds at your house. This is a scare tactic. This is intimidation by the federal government is what it is. It's intimidation. Uh, and that's why I advocate all the time to homeschool your children. You know, if enough parents would uh, pull their kids uh, out of these school systems, guess what? There wouldn't be that school system. Then they would start listening to what these parents are saying. But as long as people um, uh, walk around like a spineless jellyfish, it's not going to happen. So at least homeschool. Uh, if you don't have the spine to stand up to uh, the school boards and the feds, when, when you're exercising your right, your opinion uh, is being taken away from you, uh, I've done many stories about this, too, how parents are losing rights to their children. Uh, the school systems are swallowing them up. Uh, this one here, this article, the FBI used threat tags created by the Bureau's Counterterrorism Division to launch dozens of investigations into parents who had protested at board meetings, whistleblower dis whistleblowers disclosed. Dozens. Of investigation. This isn't just one parent the feds went after. Dozens. And you know, when this works uh, to shut these parents up and they don't buck the system a little bit legally, guess what? Then any parent that says anything that the schools don't want to hear, guess what? Who's coming to your door? The feds to shut you up. This is uh, intimidation. This is a scare tactic to silence parents. And then you have to ask yourself why they want to silence you. Why you don't have a say in your child's education anymore. Uh, Joe Biden actually said that when, you, uh, uh, when parents' kids are in school, they belong to the school system, not the parent. This come out of numbnuts' own mouth. I saw that article uh, last week as well. That's what your government thinks about you as a parent. When you're in the public school system, when you're at school, you have no rights. You have no say. They're going to teach your child what they want to. Uh, so if you're not going to fight the system, then at least homeschool. Uh, a place to start, go to www 
www.whitepridehomeschool.com. There you can get a start on how to homeschool, uh, a free book if you're serious about homeschooling. At least do that then. You know, uh, it's probably, you know, enough people uh, dealt with this and didn't say anything, tolerated it for long enough now that uh, uh, it may be hard to stand against the school boards because now you got the feds coming after you if you say something. So homeschool. Check out that website. Damn, protect your children. Your children aren't uh, adults. They don't have uh, the mindset. I've said this before. Uh, uh, children today going into the public school system is like crossing enemy lines. And mom and dad don't do anything to protect them. Listen, when you have kids, that's your job to protect that child, not ignore it. Not just tolerate things. Because guess what? You as the parent, you're not tolerating it. Your children are. You may not be suffering from what your child's being taught, but guess what? The children are. Stop thinking about yourself and think about what your child's going through. You know, maybe parents don't put that into the right perspective. The parents aren't suffering. The parents aren't suffering when they have homo hour, story hour to schools. Uh, when the white guilt's being pumped into your child's mind. That, that's not affecting you, but it definitely is your child. You know, our children are our future. So, Eric, you're a parent. Don't think about yourself. Think about the future. Think about future generations. Think about what this country's going to look like when your child uh, graduates from school or maybe college and enters uh, real life. Imagine what it's going to be like because you sat there and just tolerated uh, what happened to them in school. Uh, the probe targeted parents who were reported on a new Justice Department snitch line. Imagine a snitch line. Uh, the FBI investigation included a father opposed to mask mandates and a mother deemed a threat for owning guns and belonging to a group called Moms for Liberty. Did you hear that? A father uh, was against the mask mandates, and he owned guns. He didn't take a gun to the school board meeting. He didn't threaten to shoot anybody. He owned guns. The feds go to his door. Uh, there's a mother. Uh, okay, that was the mother uh, that was deemed uh It's the mother that owned guns. Okay, it wasn't the father. Uh, the mother uh, owned guns. But uh, the feds went to see a father that opposed the mask mandate. The mother had some guns at home. Didn't threat shoot anybody. Didn't take one to the board meeting. She just owned them. Her Second Amendment right, for God's sake. You got feds at the door. And God forbid she belonged to a group called Moms for Liberty. This is how afraid the government is of people in the know. You can't organize and do anything if it opposes uh, the government's agenda. Our representative, Jim Jordan of Ohio, 
the ranking Republican on the House Judiciary Committee, wrote a letter Wednesday to Attorney General Merrick Garland accusing the FBI of opening at least dozens of investigations into parents and others using the counterterrorism threat tag in almost every region of the country and relating to all types of educational settings. Mr. Jordan also accused Mr. Garland of lying to Congress. Mr. Garland testified in October that the Justice Department was not using counterterrorism statutes or resources to investigate parents who complained or protested at school board meetings. A spokesman for Mr. Garland did not immediately respond for a request for comment on Mr. Jordan's accusation or the whistleblower information. The investigations began after Mr. Garland sent October 4th a memorandum to the FBI and U.S. attorneys' offices seeking to coordinate efforts to monitor, monitor an increase in harassment, intimidation, and threats of violence against school board members, teachers, and workers in our nation's public schools. Okay, now, for real, you can't go to a school board meeting and intimidate or harass anybody. But I just read... Uh, the feds went to a father's house because he opposed mask mandates and a mother owned some guns and belonged to an organization. They weren't harassing anybody. There was no threats of violence. Uh, Mr. Garland acted following a September 29th letter to President Biden from the National School Boards Association asking for immediate assistance to deal with the growing number of threats of violence and acts of intimidation occurring across the nation. You know, I saw a couple videos uh, uh, where parents uh, got out of hand a little bit. Uh, Weeks later, the Justice Department, under Mr. Garland's direction, opened the National Threat Operations Center snitch line. Uh, Mr. Jordan said whistleblowers have revealed the call line yielding complaints about parents who voiced opposition to school boards, mask and vaccine mandates, or appearing to be right-wing or insurrectionalists. That's all it took for the feds to come knocking. Voiced, get that, parents who voiced opposition to school boards, didn't threaten them, opposed the things that the school system was doing. If you're right-wing, if you're a conservative, and you say something about the schools, the intimidation is they'll send the feds to your house. You know, if you go to a school board meeting and you are civil and the feds would show up at your house, You have every right to tell them to kick rocks. Beat it. If you didn't commit a crime, the Fed shouldn't be at your house. This is intimidation. Uh, Mr. Jordan said the FBI by October 20th had created the new threat tag, uh, EDU officials, and directed that it be applied to school board-related threats. One woman phoned in a complaint alleging a mom was a threat because she told the local school board, we are coming for you, owned guns, and belonged to a right-wing moms group. 
Uh, she simply said, uh, we are coming for you. That's no uh, more of a threat. Biden has threatened American citizens with uh, 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 his uh, anti-gun rhetoric. I do. I actually believe I could be wrong, but I believe those words come out of Biden's mouth to us as citizens. We're coming for you. Uh, the FBI interviewed the accused mother, who told agents she was upset about the mask mandate and wanted the school board to know they would be voted out of office. Another person phoned in a complaint that a father fit the profile of an insurrectionist because he uh, rails against the government, believes all conspiracy theories, and has a lot of guns and threatens to use them. Uh, you know, uh, this is a free country. You're allowed to be an uh, insurrectionist. You're allowed to talk about, get this, he wasn't even allowed to rail against the government. This ought to scare you people. Somebody that complains about the government will have the feds at their door. Remember what I said? Fear is the, is the best way to control people. Once you've been controlled, guess what? Here comes communism. So there, earlier when I said that, if you don't believe me, there's your proof. Here's some fear. Because some people oppose the school board. Uh, the person who phoned in the complaint couldn't provide the FBI with any evidence the dad had made threats or committed a crime, but reported the dad after hearing about the new tip line. You know, in life, and you know what I'm talking about, you always have that busybody that uh, you know, they just wait. Uh, they can't wait to see that somebody says or does something uh, that they don't like uh, to tell on you. <laughs> you know, uh, these people, uh, these busybodies, are ridiculous. It's crazy. But this is what we have going on in America. Uh, not what's coming, people. This is what's happening right now. Uh, right now, parents are being investigated. Right now, our country is being invaded. Uh, right now, non-white mothers are feeding their babies formula and you may be setting at your house with none. This is happening now, people. Uh, guess what? We people like myself have been trying to tell you for many years where we were headed. We were called uh, conspiracy theorists. We were called racists. We were called white supremacists. But guess what? Here we are. Uh, you know, we, we tried warning uh, people. Uh, now here we are. Well, I am going to close out this Tuesday evening's uh, show. I will be back here in two days, uh, Thursday, May 19th at 7 p.m. Eastern time uh, with another uh, The Rust Belt Klansman show. Uh, look me up on uh, Facebook and VK uh, under Paul Brown. Uh, my bio has um, 
right below the profile. Uh, uh, nice party, National Office Administration. If you find that, that's me. Uh, if you can't find uh, find me, uh, shoot me an email, and I'm about ready to give the email address or text the number uh, that I'm about to give, and uh, I can send you my ID link uh, to Facebook and VK uh, because uh, it's probably hard uh, to find because there are many uh, Paul Browns uh, in the country. Uh, if you need to filter it out, I'm white. <laughs> I'm white, so that may... Uh, uh, make your search uh, a little less. Look for the white guy. Uh, if you have any news articles, you want the links to uh, my social media to find my profile, uh, something you want to get off of your chest, uh, whatever whatever you have, uh, you can email that to the Rust Belt Klansman Show at rbk311 at protonmail.com. RBK is all capital letters. That is RBK311 at ProtonMail.com. Also, you can call into the show, area code 412-254-6226. Uh, leave a voice or a text message. Uh, you can text that number. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have time uh, to answer that phone. Uh, I'm quite busy. Uh, through the day. Uh, I apologize. I, I can't answer. But if you uh, leave a voice message or a uh, text that needs addressed, uh, that you need an answer for something, uh, I will answer you. I just don't answer the phone. I don't pick up the phone. So uh, if you're a shy person or whatever uh, and don't want to call in uh, uh, because uh, you're shy, uh, no problem. Uh, I won't be answering the phone, but if you need something, uh, a question answered, uh, uh, just email the show or, or call into the show. Uh, my white brothers and sisters out there, until uh, Thursday evening, stay safe, take care of each other, and stand shoulder to shoulder. Uh, you know, some of these articles that I uh, read to you this evening or went over with you, I guess this isn't story hour. Uh, you don't come to the show to hear me read to you. I guess that was a uh, wrong way to put it. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, if you have uh, family, friends, uh, because, you know, most of my listeners already know uh, what's going on. So if you have friends or family uh, that you're trying to reach, uh, tell them about the show. Uh, tell them to tune in every Tuesday and Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, the Rust Belt Klansman uh, will tell you exactly uh, what I think. Anyhow, uh, you know, uh, I don't claim to know everything. These are my opinions. Uh, and I've seen a lot of my opinions uh, come true. Uh, but, you know, I don't claim to be the all-knowing uh, person. Uh, I certainly am not. Uh, but I do have opinions on just about anything. Uh, it's not hard for me to go through news articles and uh, have an opinion. Uh, with that, as always, from the Rust Belt Klansman, myself, the Invisible Knight, White Power!